Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits of breakfast. Radio City 96.7. Hello, Co. Hello, Hello. Simon. Hello. Surveys out this week. In the build-up to pantomime, a couple of surveys out this week. Jay and Claire. And apparently six out of seven dwarfs aren't happy. Why? Why? You silly fools. Because <laughs> they're dopey, they're grumpy, they're sneezy, <laughs> and they're duck. What do you mean, why? Oh, my God. Uh, this takes us ever so nicely into uh, Monday morning's round of The Village Idiot. This is the quiz we do at 8.35, and it's the only quiz anywhere in the whole wide world where the loser stays on. This is Monday's Village Idiot, washed down with a nice bowl of curds and whey. <laughs> Rossi and Co are asking that you step up to the plate to take part in a quiz that could see you crowned as great or maybe end up outcast and be called the Formby Fool, the Dovecot Div, the Old Swan Oaf, loser of Otter's Pool. Only you can save yourself from being imbecile of Lydiate. So accept the challenge and let us see who'll be the Village Idiot. It is the Village Idiot time. Now, Vanessa Flynn from West Derby is our current Village Idiot. Um, but uh, sadly, she can't make it because she, uh, I think she choked on something on uh, on Friday night. She's still got a sore throat, so she can't speak. So, her better half, Chris. Good morning, Chris. Hi, Rossi. How are you, my friend? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Need to turn your radios down there, guys. Not quite sure uh, which of you got your radios on. Uh, so, what happened to Vanessa on Friday? Um, well, she just woke up this morning, literally can't talk. Oh, dear, dear, dear. So, so you're taking a place. So what's your second name, Chris? It's Walton. Chris, Chris Walton from West Derby. You are the sort of, like, substituting deputy village idiot, if you like, for your better half, Vanessa. And yeah. uh, playing in your opposite corner, tell us about Michelle Unsworth from St. Helens, Claire. Well, she went to Lady Mount Carmel and got full row levels. She works there for sheltered accommodation, and her specialised subject will be pop music. Talk about pop. Music. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Rossi. How are you, my love? I'm good, thank you. It's a miserable old morning, isn't it? It's horrible. I hope we've brightened up your morning somewhat, despite the weather. Oh, so do I, Rossi. <laughs> right, okay, so as soon as you think you know the answer, uh, Michelle, shout out St. Allen's, right. and then we'll come to you. Sadly, Chris, what do you have to shout out? Idiot. The village idiot! That's correct for no points. Okay, question number one. Iran was formerly known by which name? Iran was formerly known by which name? Think of a very posh rug. A very posh rug. St. Helens. Yes, St. Helens. Persia. Yep. Persia. You were going to say shag pile, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jay. Uh, right then, in the nursery rhyme, what was little Jack Horner eating while sitting in the corner? St. Helens. St. Helens. E eating his curb and pie. Is what? Curb and pie? Yeah. No. Oh. No, not the curd and... You're thinking of curds and whey. That's little Miss well. Muffet. Uh, I'll pass it over to you, Chris. Uh, in the nursery rhyme, what was little Jack Horner sitting in the corner eating? I have no idea. Oh, come on. Did you not do nursery rhymes at school? It was many, many years ago. Well, I, it can't be as many as when I was at school. Mm. Do I, I'm doing them all over again, haven't I? So, too late, I'm afraid. Tell us, uh, T. Cugino. I thought it was Cairns and White. That's, That's Mrs. Muffet. Mrs. Muffet. 
I thought Curds and Whey was really popular in nursery rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall eating his Curds and Whey. <laughs> what was it? It was Christmas pie. Yes. Ah. You know it. Little Jack Horner sat in the corner eating his Christmas pie. He stuck in his thumb, he pulled out a plum, and the juice squirted into oh, his eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Right, you're 1-0 up into question number three. Okay, what flavour is the alcohol beverage creme de menthe? What flavour is the alcohol beverage creme de menthe? Mine. Don't tell him. Yes. Is it mint? It is mint. Ah, that's three down. You've got two. Chris, you've got nothing. Poor Vanessa, yeah. if she could, would be shouting at the radio, but sadly she won't be because she's lost her voice. Okay, listen carefully to this. This is Who Am I? This will win it for you, by the way, uh, Michelle. Who am I? And this person, this celebrity, will be listening to us right now. Who am I? You see me on your TV screens most weekday evenings. My first name looks like Lucky. I report all over the Granada area. Oh my God almighty, it's Monday morning, but it's just no excuse for that. Report all over the Granada area. My first name looks like Lucky, girl's name. Yes. Lucy Mika. Thank God for that. My God, we were nearly getting into the top ten of ten time there. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, Michelle, thank you very much. You've won a fabulous uh, a couple of nights stay. Uh, it's the Christmas Dreamland at Pontons in Southport between the 17th and the 19th of December. All right? Oh, thank you, Rafa. You and the fam will go along there. It'll be great for the kids, so enjoy uh, every bit of that. I've, I've got a 16-month-old grandson, Rafa. Okay. Gorgeous. All right. Well, you go along and you enjoy that and Thank get it you. really into the festive swing. Thank you very much. So, on behalf of your girlfriend, uh, Vanessa, I can tell you, Chris, you are still... Uh, well, either you or Vanessa will be back tomorrow morning. Okay, dude? Okay. Bye-bye, mate. Yeah, Bye-bye. The Village Idiot. Back tomorrow after 8.30 with Rossi and Co. On Radio City 96.7. Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to get some curds and whey. <laughs> Baba Black Sheep, have you any wool? <laughs> no, I've just got curds and whey. <laughs> this looks like wool. <laughs> oh. Twinkle, twinkle, little, little curds, curds and whey. <laughs> oh, Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. and him. <laughs> This is Radio City Breakfast. What's Rossi and Co? Radio City. 96.7. Oh, the good old village idiot. We always got oh, a good giggle yay. with the village idiot. The best bit is... Seven! <laughs> <laughs> I know loads of kids play along with that in the car and they do the big seven at the end of the competition round. That happens at 8.35 and on Monday morning at 10 past 8, normally we have a wedding scammer, but we pushed it aside to make way for a local lass all the way from Anfield. Her name is Rebecca Ferguson and she will be the 2010 X Factor champion. No doubt about that. What do you reckon? Definitely. 100%. As they say in Venezuela, defola. <laughs> Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. And I tell you what, the most famous daughter of our city these days is uh, down in London momentarily, but she's every bit a scouser. Please welcome to the show, it's Rebecca Ferguson, if you Yay! don't mind. Hello. 
Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning. Do you know what? We've had Take That on the show recently. Uh, we've had a whole host of big celebrities and stars, Westlife, on recently. I think myself and the co are more excited about getting you on the show. Really? Definitely, yeah, definitely, really? definitely. No, it's been uh, it's been fantastic, and we, we, we're campaigning for you. Do you know what? I'm going to be deadly honest with you. The fact that you're from Liverpool, I would get behind you anyway. But the <laughs> fact that you're from Liverpool, and you've got that amazing voice and talent and look and just about oh, everything else, I, I, th- I think it is only right if you win. And I'm urging every single person, Liverpool, North West and North Wales, to vote for you because... Oh. As you know, a Birkenhead girl won the uh, the MasterChef uh, professional MasterChef championship. Oh, okay. So, uh, so we want the MasterChef in this area, and we want the X Factor champion in this area. So you're rooting for the Scouse. <laughs> I am rooting for the Scouse, the gorgeous Scouse, by the way. Oh, thank you. He says totally overdoing the flirting. Um, so, very, very firstly, are you missing home? You miss an entry and and, and your your home life. Um, I am missing Liverpool loads. Yeah, I'm missing everyone. I'm missing my friends, I'm missing the nightlife, I'm just missing everything, really, but... Do you want to send a message out to some of your mates? Come on, give them a few name checks, they'll be listening. Oh, God, Ooh. yes, God, this is your airtime. <laughs> oh, well, I'll say hello to my kids first, hello to Lily, hello to Carl, and hello to Rachel, Becky and Aisha. All right, they'll all be, uh, they'll all be rooting for you, just like uh, everybody yeah. else. Uh, and you're being mentored by Cheryl Cole. Um, yeah. Is she a good mentor? Yeah, she is. She's lovely, really down to earth, really nice girl. She was almost in, in almost bordering in tears when you finished your uh, performance on the Halloween version. Oh, of, uh, I don't know. What is the vibe? Uh, is it a happy house with yourself and the other contestants? It is a happy house. Yeah, it is. It's nice. It's you end up feeling like family after a while because we all live together. So I get really, you know, when it comes to um, the Sunday when people are getting eliminated, I get really upset. I'm like a big whinger backstage. And are you uh, you in touch with much of the outside world? I mean, do you know what's going on? You like to watch telly during the week and stuff like that, and you have your mobile phones. To and... be honest, it is like you're in a bit of a bubble, so I didn't realise like how big it is. And then I come home to Liverpool last week, and it was strange because everyone was like, "There's Becky," and like. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've had posters made here at Radio City. Oh. Yeah, so uh, we're getting them up all over the uh, all over the place, all over the town to remind people to vote for you. I don't think it's going to take much reminding because you know what Liverpool people are like about their own. They really do That's get behind their own and yeah. they believe and they want the very, very best. But as I said at the, at the beginning of our chat, it's not that they're just getting behind the Scouse girl. They're getting behind a very, very seriously talented Scouse girl and I mean oh. that from the bottom of my heart, you know? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean... The support I've had, especially on my fan pages. I always check my fan pages and, and the support and the comments. Just really, just really lovely and I really appreciate it. Where do you like to go out? Where do you like to go to eat and where do you like to socialise when you're back um, home? Oh, where do I go? I go to the St Thomas. I, do you know, I was there last hills. week. I, yeah. I, I That's one of my favourite drinking bars. I was oh. in there last week. Yeah, we always go there on a Saturday it's night. nice, isn't it? It yeah. is lovely. And so I've got to say, I've noticed your confidence building over the last past couple of weeks. Are you feeling that within yourself as well? I'm feeling a lot better, yeah, a lot better. Like, I can't believe how much I've improved because I, I played me a YouTube video not long ago, you know, my first audition, and I thought yeah. the distance, you know, the improvement that I've made, I'm, I'm proud of myself. And uh, yeah. do, do you feel weird when, when, you know, when Simon talks to you on first name terms, Simon Cowell, because he is world famous now. <laughs> You know, it is really weird. Like I spoke to him the other day in the in the corridor, and it was just so strange. Like, oh my god, I'm speaking to Simon Cowell. It's weird. <laughs> it's you, hard to sink in. It did you have strange. to put your sunglasses on to look at his teeth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. <laughs> no, but it's weird. 
wearing them now. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I used to see celebrities and think, why are they wearing sunglasses in the middle of winter in the freezing cold? Yeah. Because you're getting packed. You know, they take pictures of you. You've got baggy eyes. You're knackered. <laughs> so now I'm like, where's me sunny? <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I feel getting up at four o'clock every morning to do the breakfast show? Um, so, uh, I, I've, you know, I've got to say that it's, it, it is great with everybody getting behind you. And yeah, you, you really, really are a great representation of uh, everything that is good about the people from Liverpool on the TV. Oh, so you do this, you. you do yourself proud, your family proud, and you really, really do the city proud. And that's coming from an Irishman who's been here for five oh, and a half years. And yeah, I, I, I really love the city, and uh, you know, and I love it as much as my own country back home in Ireland. So, uh, so uh, you know, if you were, uh, yeah, I mean, I know Mary's Irish, and I should be getting her Mary. the Irish <laughs> vote, but you know, I'm way behind you. But I do like her. What would you reckon will be the final three? My prediction for the final three? Ooh, yeah. Well, just name so two, because I'm going to put you in there. So you're in there. So you and, and, and what other two people? Oh, I didn't think I will be. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. They're definitely. Uh, go on, then, on the final three. I lo- you know what? I love the One Direction boys, the lovely boys. I think they'll be there. Right, OK, OK. I think they're really talented boys. I think the competition, there, there, there are about five or six there that really are at a... At a Real Premier League, if you like. Yeah, a real Premier please. League. But you are in a Platinum Premier League. Oh, thank you. You're the first person ever to be in a Platinum Premier League because I've just created it and put you, you in there. you one off. Yeah, just for you. Because oh. you deserve to be there. But I know you're really, really up the wall and really busy. I will ask you, when you come back, please come and visit us at the Radio oh, City love Tower. I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to do that. I would love you to come on and play our little quiz we do in the morning, The Village Idiot, which we do oh, at 8.35. No. And you can play on behalf of a listener and, uh, and no doubt you'll win. Okay, then that'll be good. I'll enjoy that. But I want to really say thank you very much for taking time out, and I know how busy you are for coming on the show. And please, can we keep no, in touch between you. down the final furlong of the X Factor this year? I'd like to speak to you, in a, you know, on a sort of semi-regular basis. Yeah, well, hopefully I'll stay stay that long and yeah I'd love to stay in touch with you no question there's absolutely no question about it <laughs> ladies and gentlemen please give it up for the one and only Rebecca Ferguson oh, thank you <laughs> it's right Rossi la. it's right Fergie girl <laughs> see you later good luck Rebecca bye thank you hi this is Ian Ross is right Rossi la. hi we're the Saturdays it's right, Rossi La. This is Mr. T. It's right, Rossi Poo. This is Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. On Radio City 96.7. Isn't she marvellous, beautiful Rebecca Ferguson? She was lovely. She's so humble. That's what's so nice about her as well. That's My co- opinion completely changed. Oh, right, OK. Why, what did you think initially? At first, I don't know. Maybe a little bit too camera shy to be a star. And she is brilliant. Do you know what? It's not easy in those kind of shows. No. And we can only set it from the comfort of a sofas and watch so I think uh, her confidence is building and building every week but it's building in a nice way and not an arrogant way mm. so uh, good luck to Rebecca Ferguson she is from Liverpool and we want her to win right then here's some of the very best of the wedding scammers that do go out we- uh, Monday mornings from 10 past 8 and of course we rerun them again Friday mornings at around quarter past 7 here's some of the best scammers we've done over the last past couple of weeks we are gathered here today for the wedding scammer your name's Jamie I'll tell you what man this is I've got lots of things to do. I'm a busy man. I can't be having all this. You can't be having all this. You know, typical Cockney. You're not standing up to and, and, and being responsible, taking responsibility for your actions. And this, no, this no, I'm afraid, no, no, no. is just typical of the Cockney attitude. Cockney attitude. Where are you from? I'm from Ireland originally, but now residing in Liverpool. 
Well, I'm, 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 I must specifically in North. I've spent some time. I've, I've spent some time in London. I've met some lovely people. The worst people I could meet that were Arsenal fan. Arsenal? No, I'm not having. Are you an Arsenal, are you an Arsenal fan yourself? What do you think? Absolutely not. What the f has Arsenal got to do with this? I just don't like Arsenal fans. What's Arsenal got to do with a wedding up in, up, up North? I go to my mate, my best mate, and now you're carrying on saying, "Are you three and a half grand for a camera?" Yeah. What the f is going on it? Let me just tell you, it's three thousand two hundred eighty-five pounds, seventy-two pence. Plus ten pounds. I'm not having it, mate. All right. Phone me up. I don't know who you are. You're I... claiming to owe you money. I'm not having this. If you just you listen, can, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, what you can do. You can get your camera, shut up, but you're fucking <laughs> All right. I'm not having this. Wait a lot of my time. Stan. No. Stan. My name's Steve. Steve, Stan. Do you know what? I should have listened to my mother and got married here in a church. I mean, she's going to absolutely hit the roof. She paid for it. I know. I can well understand. I can well understand. And I hear where you're no, coming. No, I, I don't think you do understand. No, Lucy, I understand honestly where you're coming from, dear. Listen, my name's Lisa. You, you know, you, you don't even know what my name is. Can, L is there anyone else I can speak to? Can I say Lisa, Lucy, Louise, either which way, you're still a miss and not a missus, honey. Oh, there's that hound dog again, dear. Listen, you, no, you, listen, you no, absolute no, Don't listen. get me someone else to speak to now. I, I don't like the way you're, you're speaking to me. I can tell you now, you you're like very upset. No, I, good job. Oh, excuse you me. are not in this Jamie speaking. Jamie, I, excuse, 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 excuse me, Jamie speaking. If you listen to me, a, li a little less conversation from you. Now, you're making me sound like a big bad beast, but I can tell you for now, I'm not a nasty piece of work. I don't have a wooden heart, okay? So if you could just take that on board, please. It's very, very hard for me. Honestly, get, I, I oh, don't even know what to say to you. I'm absolutely Can I just blazing. ask you to hold on one minute, please, Lisa? Please, one minute. Uh, I've just... Oh, I've got someone coming in now to the office now. Can you just hold on a sec? Oh, it's... Look, it's, it's I don't believe it. It's just, I, one, just one minute. It's just... It's big Brad. Oh, he's my big hunk of love. Look, he's brought me a cake. Hello, Brad. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. Can you put it down, maybe? Put it down beside me. Way down, way down there. Thank you very, thank you very much. Oh, that's Brad. What, what are you doing? No, Honestly. Brad, he's just brought me a cake. He's just, Can you go and let me someone else speak just, to it? What, oh, what's your name? Hello? I can't believe it. Hello? Just, sorry, I've just dropped my phone handset right... Oh, right in the ghetto. I can't believe I've got... And I've got chocolate and cream all over my blue suede shoes. Are you taking the... Two o'clock. I mean, I can get you in at two, and my God, I'll put on the best service you could ever imagine. But Father Mark, honest to God, he's left me very, very much in the lurch here. I've never yeah. done a service at St. Mary's before, and I know I understand it's a wonderful chapel, but if you could make it for two, it'd be much better. To be honest, I'd like to do it at two because I wouldn't mind getting away early myself. Okay. Is there any chance of that? Yeah, okay. Are you sure? Yeah. I can pencil you in for two. Do you think your husband will mind? No, you won't mind. Would you mind? No. Would you mind, Lee? Would you mind starting at two instead of four? I don't mind, really, no. All right. <laughs> oh, these are wines in your tongue today. Dion, it's Rossi. Dion, it is Rossi oh. here. Oh, that's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I, I just hung up for this. The Wedding Scammer with Rossi and Co on Radio City 96.7. Superb. Now, in the past, we've done Irish people. We've done uh, Geordie people. We've done Scottish people. Cockneys. We've done Cockneys. We have done Mancunians. It's been pointed out to me I've never done a Welsh person. 
Oh. I've got a Welsh person in my target, says someone uh, from Wales who I'll be phoning, and I think they're going to be a best man, so we'll do that very, very soon. Uh, Radio City Breakfast Show podcast with me, Rossi and the Co. You can hear us live weekday mornings between 6 o'clock and 10 on Radio City 96.7, online radiocity.co.uk or DAB Digital Radio. Uh, here is one of the surgeries we did about a week ago. Uh, these happen weekday mornings at around 10 to 8. It's almost like a problem page. And we, with the help of the radio audience and the co as well, uh, get some advice for people who need some. And this is all about a, a chavy wedding. Simo, this would be your dream wedding. <laughs> no. Jay and I call it chav, you call it dream. Yeah. <laughs> get a load of this. The City Surgery with Dr. Ross. Thank you, Nathan, for contacting us via the website, radiocity.co.uk. If you do have a dilemma you'd like us to uh, address on the city surgery in our own inimitable style, then drop us a little email uh, via the website, radiocity.co.uk, and go to the Rossi & Co. homepage. Is Eric still on there from yesterday, by the way? <laughs> I think he is, yeah. All right. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get those printed off on uh, those sort of uh, picture card things and send them out as your promo card. Oh, James. thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Claire. It's <laughs> <laughs> more like Claire. Okay, here we go. Right, uh, Rossi, I need help big time. That's how it starts. Don't get me wrong, I worship the ground my girlfriend walks on. I proposed to her last Christmas, and next September we are to be married. But her idea of a wedding is very different to my idea of a wedding. I won't lie, we have a bit of money. I managed to earn a bit over the last ten or so years and put a bit away. So I tend to give her more or less anything she wants within reason. But all her wedding plans are now beginning to spiral out of control. Uh, she's got a bit of an obsession with Jordan, uh, which is fair enough. She completely and utterly wants to style our wedding around the fairy tale wedding Jordan had a few years ago with Peter Andre. But Rossi, I am petrified, is going to go way OTT and could end up costing us a fortune and making us look really tacky, tasteless and chavvy, Claire. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I will start with a dress. Uh, she's been to a dressmaker and ordered, listen to this, a 40-foot lace satin feather pink dress. That's the train. It's going to be 40 foot long. And it's going to take about six people to carry it, possibly more. Uh, we've had a cake that she's been looking at. She wants to order, which will be made out of pink sponge in the shape of a fairy tale castle. During the meal, we both have to sit on thrones like Posh and Bex did. She wants to rent them from a company in France. Oh my god. Uh, bringing her to the church, she uh, wants to order a Cinderella style carriage, and traveling behind her will be 10 bridesmaids all dressed in bright pink. Pure tack. <coughs> Sorry. Something in my throat. But worst of all, Rossi, is uh, the song that she has chosen for our wedding song. Uh, she would like A Whole New World by, guess who, Katie Price and Peter Andre. But what she wants us to do is re-record the song and dance to ourselves singing on our wedding night. She's going to have a special dance choreographed by a friend of hers. I want to live this down. I've sort of nod and agree to most things just to keep her happy. Money's not really an issue here. 
It is, though, the thought of being a laughing stock on a big day that's really, really paining me. Some of the lads I hang around with and my brothers are not the type of lads to sort of grin and bear it and say nothing. They will give me serious stick on the day. I don't want to upset her, but I really, really need her to tone things down a little bit. I just don't know how to go about telling her to calm down. Right then, this morning's dilemma. It's Nathan and Wes Kirby. He's got a girl, loves the, uh, loves the ground she walks on, but... Uh, plan to get married. He proposed last Christmas. Next September is the big day. And she's turning it into a proper Jordan-esque posh and Bex showbiz glitzy tacky affair with a dress 40 foot long train and all the rest of it. Bridesmaids and Cinderella carriages and everything else. Uh, hello to uh, Luke in, uh, in, in uh, West Derby. Uh, said, I didn't realise Claire Simo had a sister. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thought was running through my mind as well. Was your wedding like this? It wasn't far off. We had the oh, carriage and everything. God. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. It was it was it was he didn't have much choice. He had absolutely no interest in this guy. Plans. Sounds like he, he could he could put his foot down now. Uh, this song that she wants as the wedding song. Right. I think of all the credible and beautiful songs out there in the world that you can have for your first dance, and it's a very important. We we, we actually picked two. Uh, myself and the missus. But she wants a whole new world, a lovely song. Was it Peter Bryson? Yeah. Uh, Regina Bell, I think. That's it. But uh, Katie Price and Peter Andre did a version. And what she wants is her and Nathan to record their own version and dance to oh. their own song. Them singing a whole new world. It might be better than this. Hello to uh, Paddy. Good morning, Paddy. He's always very funny and perking head. He says, if you want to get out doing the dance, just get absolutely wasted and bladdered before <laughs> and leave yourself totally unable to dance. It's a good idea. Don't get too bladdered. Otherwise, you'll leave yourself totally unable to do other things a bit later in the evening. <laughs> Uh, hello to Mandy and Frodsham, listening to your dilemma this morning. This just rubber stamps it. It's true what they say. Money can't buy class, darling. <laughs> Graham and Formby. Tell that bloke to read the warning signs. Bail out now. Uh, because she'll rinse you, mate. <laughs> when <laughs> somewhere down the line, mark my words from someone who knows. Joe, uh, on the cake, because uh, this uh, this girl, uh, Nathan's bride-to-be, if it all does happen, uh, she wants a big cake made of pink sponge in the design of a, a, a big uh, fairy tale castle. Uh, apparently so. Joe says, uh, do what I did, just get down to farm foods and spend a knicker on the cake. <laughs> well, no, that's going from one extreme to the other, Joe. Right then, uh, what is the conclusion All right, here this we've morning? Right, okay. We've got tons of text. Tons right? of text. Uh, 13% of people are saying it sounds a little bit chazzy, but just chazzy, chazzy. chazzy. But is go it... with the flow and try and enjoy it. Are they getting Chaz to de and yeah, Dave to Chaz play? Chaz and Dave to yeah, play okay. as well. Yeah. So, so 13, they want to say again. They say it's very chavvy, but just yeah, go with the go flow. Go with the flow. Try and enjoy it if you can. Nathan. 25% uh, of people are saying women are entitled to their very special day, but why would you want to model your wedding on a failed marriage? That's true. A very, very yeah, valid point. Yeah. Very yeah. valid points made. And the biggest conclusion we've come yes. to, 62%. Put your foot down now, otherwise you will be manipulated all of your life. Oh, a little bit like uh, Graham informed me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Radio City, Hi, 
it's the fat arm waving lunatic John McCrick is right we're asking is right Rossi La is it is it Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co on Radio City 96.7 my god speaking of chavs have a listen to this we're talking about the chav capital of the UK and uh, I asked the co where they thought that might be do you want a clue? Go on. It begins with C and ends in Royden. Chelsea. <laughs> Royden. Good on you, Jayla. Stop it. He never lets us down, does he? No, he never <laughs> lets himself down. He never lets us No, no, that was really, really funny. I know what it was. You had Chav, uh, sorry, Chav. You had uh, Chelsea on the tip of your tongue I before did. I gave you the clue. Do you know, I'm getting worried, though, you know. Why? Because there seems to be a big load of people that think I'm just thick as pig poo, and I don't like it. You're not thick. One thing you're not, you're I'm not just thick. just a bit scatty. You're a bit scatty, you, but you couldn't do this job if you were thick. Hmm. You certainly couldn't do it without me here. And oh. <laughs> uh, 25 to 7 weekday mornings, we do the very best of the true stories. We always deliver a nice true story for you. Some of them are debatably well, it's debatable as to whether they're very true or not. Have a listen to these and see what you think. Pick out what you think are the best true ones and pick out the ones you think are a load of old toss and baloney. But they're all hopefully going to put a smile on your face. Here's the best of them. And uh, we'll start... Well, you pick. Which one will we start with? Oh, Simo, it's got to be the parrot. Oh, yeah, the parrot. Oh, he's brilliant. <laughs> Pretty Polly. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Good morning. Radio City 96.7. Uh, do you want a true story? I'd love a true story. Would you like a true story? I would love one too. Well, there was a magician who uh, his job was basically working full time on a cruise liner. You know these guys that constantly work on cruise liners, and uh, he, he was constantly having his tricks uh, ruined, totally ruined by the ship's parrot. Each time he'd perform a trick, the parrot would be there in the background squawking, "It's in his pocket! It's in his pocket! It's the Ace of Clubs! It's the Ace of Clubs!" It's got a false bottom. You know, like parrots do. The magician absolutely hated it and hated the parrot. Could you imagine how annoying that would be? But the parrot was the captain of the ship's favourite, so he couldn't do anything. One night, while they were all asleep, the big ship sank in the middle of the deep blue sea. The magician and the parrot ended up together clinging onto a piece of driftwood. They drifted for four days on this piece of wood. And for four days, the parrot just looked at him and said nothing. Just stared at him in bewilderment and said nothing. And then on the fifth day, the parrot looked straight in the eyes of the magician and says, Come on then, you clever so-and-so. I give up. Where's the ship? It's <laughs> <laughs> a true story. <laughs> Do you want a true story? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, a true story. Well, there was a, a couple of, uh, a couple of uh, robbers broke into a bank in Ireland. Naughty people. They broke into a bank. And when they got there, they expected to find a great big, big, big safe full of money. But uh, much to the shock and surprise, there wasn't. There was 20 tiny little individual safes. So they opened up uh, the first safe. They cracked the code and they got into the first safe. There was no money. There was only vanilla pudding. So they thought, well, well, we're here, we'll have something to eat. So they ate the vanilla pudding. And uh, and they closed the door in the first bank. Uh, safe. So they opened up the crack the code, opened up the second. Guess what was in there? No money. Guess what was in there? What? Vanilla pudding. Oh. So they ate that. But this happened every single one of the 20 saves. They cracked the code. In there was... Vanilla pudding. Vanilla pudding. So they were absolutely stupid. 
tough. They actually felt really, really sleepy. Uh, but they made their getaway with no cash but lots of vanilla pudding. Uh, that was all right until they read the headline in the papers the next day. And the headline read, Ro uh, Thieves Rob Ireland's Biggest Sperm Bank. <laughs> Oh. Not as sick as the robbers were when they, when they read that headline. <laughs> Do you want a true story? Yeah, yeah. Jay, would you like a true story? I'd love one. This doesn't, it doesn't start off very nice, to be perfectly honest. And it's about, uh, it's about a 45-year-old woman. And she has a heart attack. And it's quite serious. Uh, I mean, she's out, out for the count and she's on the ground. And uh, an ambulance is called and uh, and she's, she's taken away to the hospital. She has to have emergency surgery, like bypass surgery. And uh, during, while she was uh, under the anaesthetic and she was having the surgery done, she, was, she had a near-death experience, Jay. And in between sort of life and death, that sort of hovering period, she, she bumped into God. And she says, oh, it's you, God. My time must be up. And he looked at her and he says, actually, no. Uh, no, you actually have another 43 years, two months and eight days to live. And even under the circumstances, she thought, happy days. I'm going to live well into my 80s. Upon her recovery, the woman decided to stay in hospital a little bit longer and have a facelift and liposuction, breast implants. She had a tummy tuck. She even had someone come and change the colour of and the style of her hair. And she even had her teeth whitened as well. Because obviously she thought, well, I've got so much more time to live. She figured I should may as well make the most of it. Happy days. After her last operation, she was released from hospital. And while she was crossing the road on her way home, she was knocked down and killed by an ambulance. Oh. You believe the look of this woman? After arriving up at the pearly gates, she saw God and she collared God and she demanded, she said, I thought I had another 43 years, two months and eight days to live. That's what you told me. Why didn't you pull me from the path of that ambulance? God looked at her and said, sorry, dear, I didn't recognize you. <laughs> As God would say, do you know what I mean? So the true story from the true story file... Rossi and Co. Ah, well, you see, some of them were true. Really, though? Really? Well, come true. on. Well, in my head, they were probably true-ish. Yeah. Uh, the true stories, weekday mornings right after the half past six news, Monday to Friday, Radio City 96.7. Thank you very much for taking time out uh, for listening to the podcast this week. Always have a little bit of a giggle with my lovely partner in crime, Claire Simmonson. She is the Ford Escort Cabriolet of middle-aged women. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. I can't work it out. Oh, well, let me just tell you, it's an insult. Defo. Uh, right then, thank you, Jay Hines. Thank you, mate. And we'll be back with a brand new podcast, same time, same place next week. As I said, uh, weekday mornings between 6 and 10, Radio City 96.7 online, DAB Digital Radio, at radiocity.co.uk if you want to listen to us online via your PC or the app. Tell us about the app. You can download it now via radiocity.co.uk or your iPhone. Yep. I'll get it on your, uh, your iPhone. You can listen to us wherever you are. How very appropriate. Have a great week. Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bit you might have missed. Updated weekly and available via radiocity.co.uk or iTunes.